You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Well, Matt, fellow adventurer... Are visiting a place called Overlook Nook. A jagged visor set into the base of a boulder strewn hill, perched atop the upper spine of Fang Ridge, offers the only known entrance to the cave known as Overlook Nook. Fellow adventurers have recently reported seeing goblins in this area. Now, the adventurer find out what it did say there was something here but I guess it was just to tell me it's there well maybe something will happen I'll enter this cave now you're startled when a group of cave goblins suddenly appear out of the darkness ahead the goblins howl wildly as they charge at you four cave goblins they howl wildly as they attack. 17 XP. Ooh, that's pretty nice. And some loot. And 27 gold. You're standing just inside the mouth of the cave known as Overlook Nook. A foul stench akin to that of rotting meat fills the damp air of this shadowy, uninviting lair. To the west, a broad corridor gradually descends into darkness. Okay, I'm starting off in the northeastern corner of this little dungeon. A foul stench pervades the dark, twisting tunnels of this cave. Now and again, you find crude carvings adorning the, cave, the cave's damp, uneven walls. Alright, let's see. And the alcove. Make my way along the eastern side. Suddenly, a large cave goblin clad in a suit of fur armour and brandishing a mace suddenly emerges from the darkness ahead. A crawly creature, its wide, dark eyes fixed on you, snarls viciously as it stalks forward to attack. 
withdrawing yourself into a combat-ready stance, you defiantly prepare to engage the savage humanoid. It's a cave goblin chieftain in a cave. And it's a goblin. So it's a cave goblin. Swipes at you with his mace. And is slain. And it's 12 XP. A ragged heat hiss escapes from the goblin chief's lips. The dying creature slumps to the ground, coming to a rest at your feet. The foul goblin leader looks up and fixes you with a hate-filled glare only a second before his eyes roll back into his head and he ingloriously succumbs to death. You quickly search his corpse and discover the following. Just some pretty regular loot. Also 25 gold. While examining the creature's remains, you find an iron key tied to a frayed length of twine encircling his bloody neck. You promptly take possession of the curious item. Please note, the iron key will not appear as your normal item in your inventory. A furled length of parchment tucked into the goblin chieftain's hide belt bears a crudely stretched map that includes several nearby towns and villages. You study the map for a few moments before discarding it, having concluded your search and recovered from the brutal melee. And with no desire to linger here, you once again set off through the dark. Alright, I guess I've just got to keep going until it's not cleared yet. Got to the southwest corner. And there's a little alcove on the other side. Yeah. Alright, making my way to the northwest corner. A large iron banded wooden chest sits against the wall in this section of the cave. The chest is locked, is closed and locked. Examine the chest. The heavy, the heavy lid that tops the sturdy iron-banded wooden chest is closed and locked. Your eyes are immediately drawn to the small keyhole set into the ornate iron plate affixed to the front of the chest. So I can pick the lock, unlock it with that iron key I just found, or step back from the chest. You know what? even though I don't have to, I'm going to try and pick it. You draw out your trusted set of lockpicks and carefully begin to work on the lock. Pick a number. Bonus of 40. 20 from thievery, 10 from agility, 10 from luck. Need 50 or more to pass. Success with 51. Well, that was close. A bit more and I'd have, I'd have buggered the chest. And then I might not be able to open it at all. 8 XP to thievery. After we were... Working at the lock for only a few minutes, your effort is rewarded with a soft click from somewhere within the locking mechanism. You quickly stash your lockpicks away and carefully open the chest. The chest contains an assortment of items. You thoroughly examine its contents, careful not to overlook anything. Okay, some, some mediocre stuff. So for a few hundred gold... Also, 20, 13 gold, 13 gold. 
at last ready to continue on your way. You check over your equipment before turning away from the chest and cautiously setting off along the cave tunnel. Alright then. Let's check this. This is not yet cleared. What remains to be done? You're startled when a lone cave goblin suddenly appears out of the darkness ahead. The goblin shrieks savagely as it rushes forward and attacks. It's a cave goblin. Look, your chieftain failed. What, what do you think you're going to accomplish? The goblin snarls as it viciously attacks you. And it lays a brutal stroke for five damage. But that won't save it because it's dead now. 8 XP. You stare down at the goblin corpse lying at your feet as you set about checking over your gear. A quick search of the slain creature turns up the following. Some common loot and ten gold. Eager to resume exploration of the cave, you once again set off through the gloom. Your eyes and ears alert for the first sign of any possible danger. It's another cave goblin. Just quick combat that one. Alright, he is slain. And 8 XP, another common loot drop. You stare down at the goblin corpse lying at your feet. So you set about checking over your gear. A quick search of the slain creature turns up the following. Eager to resume your exploration of the cave, you once again set off through the gloom. Your eyes and ears alert for the first sign of any possible danger. So just gonna just keep wandering around the dungeon to the southeast corner now. Two cave goblins and they are bashed. Twelve XP Some loot not even worth picking up and seventeen gold. What could it be? Four cave goblins and seventeen XP for that. Ooh. Quite a lot of quite a lot of stuff with these ones. Makes sense since there were four of them. Just took all took all the good stuff and thirty gold. Suddenly an unnerving quiet gradually descends upon Overlook Nook. Success You successfully cleared Overlook Nook. Please note, though you managed to clear this dungeon. There may or nay not be more left to discover here. You can, if you wish, continue to explore Overlook Nook. Overlook Nook will, after a time, reset itself, allowing you the opportunity to, to once again explore and clear it. 64 XP to general. With no further sign of any goblins lurking about, you make a thorough search of the cave and discover a few odds and ends tucked away in the far corners of the shadowy lair. Nope, or nothing worth picking up except the nine gold. Okay. Head to the cave entrance. This cave is cleared. Leave the cave. Travel. Okay, that's it's probably not going to make a full over a full episode this so i'm going to bundle this together with 
other clearable dungeons, and there's quite a few of them. Actually, I'll show you where you can get some. Central Tosia, Talanus, Talanus, known as the City of the Griffin. Well, I've probably said that elsewhere. I'll just skip that. Alacrin, the Map Maker. This is the shop of Alacrin, a master maker and part-time adventurer. This diminutive young woman, though skilled with the sword, has been finely honed under the tutelage of Tothra, spends most of her days here, making detailed maps for all manner of clients throughout Tosa and beyond. It is a well-known fact that Alacrin boiters her income by selling information regarding the location of certain explorable places to to which her main profession, profession has made her privy. Converse with her first. Ekron seems only too pleased to put aside her work and speak with you. She fetches two mugs of steaming paleo and proceeds to ask you all about your latest adventures. Listening intently, she nods at regular intervals and sometimes shakes her head in disbelief as you describe some of the more recent events in which you played a part. Someday, I'll have time for all that, she says, turning her gaze to the open window that looks out onto the street. For now, I'll have to be content to make maps and supply folks like you with the locations of explorable spots. But I can still dream of someday. Cry about purchasing some information. And again, wanders around through several untidy stacks of paper, attempting, attempting to discover if there, if there are any locations she has available to sew. Yes, here they are, she says at last, smiling as she closely examines what appears to be several hastily drawn maps. I think I might just have found something for you. Standing... And looking inside, you look down upon the cluttered surface of the table over which are spread numerous maps in various stages of completion. The map maker tells you she's just found three locations that might be of interest to you. It costs 100 gold to purchase directions to a location from Arkelin. Once purchased, the locations will be available for you to travel to. These three places are Bone Scatter Cave, Shimmercool Cave, and, and Trails End Cave. Because, of course, they're caves. Because, as an adventure, adventure, you go into a lot of caves. It's just the walls. Bone Scatter Cave first. Lurkrin accepts your gold and provides you with the location of Bone Scatter Cave. It's in Eastern Tysa in the Withering Wood. And there's there's a there's a part in your status screen where you can view how you're doing with those. If there's any you can explore right now. The map maker tells you she may have some more locations to knock you. Okay. Shimmerpool Cave. Purchasing the location of that place. Hundred gold. Shimmerpool Cave is in Western Tulsa. Lake Orion and the Ironshore Hollows. Right, there's one more to buy. Trails End Cave. 
She accepts your gold and provides you with the location of Trail End Cape, which is in Southern Tulsa, Fane Vale, the Copper Wood. The map maker tells you she doesn't currently have any further locations she can offer you. Try me again in just a bit. I'm always stumbling across new places. Yeah, that's another one of those things which could be updated, but probably won't because there's no there's no real demand for more explorable locations. And even if there was, the chances are they could probably be discovered with another adventurer. Adventure, because then you're, then you're doing two things at once. This is just something you can do. Okay, I'm going to look at my adventurer finder. I have seven clearable dungeons I've located. The Hall of Stone, which we previously did. We did an adventure with where we did other things in Crockwell Forest, the Cloven Shield Cave. We did that a long way back. The Blue Moss Cave. That was the adventures that start in the stable. Overlook, look, we've just done that. And then these three new ones. The Bone Shatter Cave, the Simberpool Cave, and Trails End Cave. Those have not yet been cleared because we've never been to them ever before. Okay, let's go to Bone Scatter Cave first. Just gonna save first. Travel to Eastern Tysa. It's in the, the Withering Wood. It's the link there, and under that is the Bone Scatter Cave. You're standing just before the gaping mouth of a cave, deep inside the eerie, decaying confines of the withering wood. A large number of bones, both human, both animal and human, lie scattered about the patch of ground, directly in front of the lair's jagged moor. Right, nothing seems to be key. All right. Enter the cave. Oh, you, you can set you can set these things to scale difficulty. You get a bit more XP, but you don't really you don't go into explorers mainly for the XP. You mainly go into it the loot drops you get at the end, and also in some cases, little bits of adventure that are, that happen when you do them. You're standing just inside the mouth of Bone Scatter Cave. To the east, the twisting cave passage disappears into darkness after less than a dozen yards. A large scattering of bones, many of them fragmented, covers the floor here. You carefully step over the bones and bone fragments that litter the floor of this gloom-filled cave lair. Ooh, there's bones! Bones, so cool. Of course, the thing is, if I was in this cave, I'd probably not get very far before I go. Ooh, what bone's that? Ooh, that's a that's a deer's tarsal bone. That's a vertebrae. That's a skull from a goat. I <laughs> probably just spend hours just looking at the bones and identifying them. 
or at least trying to. With some some of the fragments, you won't be able to. And some and some bones don't change that much from species to species. So you can only say, okay, you're gonna get all right. The animal's probably about sheepy size or cowy size or chickeny size. Like ribs. Ribs don't change that much. Because they don't really have to do anything different, whether they're on a cow or a horse or a dog or a sheep. Although there is some differences. And vertebrae vertebrae stay pretty much the same as well. You just get size class with your vertebrae. But, so, but, but your feet bones, they change a lot because the feet feet are where all the action is. Feet have all sorts of actions happening to them that change. I mean, with a, with a sheep, you've got two uh, two compartments in the in the metapodials, but in a horse, you've got just one. In a pig's, pig's is five separate ones. Can't tell sheep and goat apart usually, though. They're pretty similar once you take the horns off. Alright, well, I started in this northwest corner. You stumble upon a lot across a large pile of bones heaped against the wall in the section of the cave tunnel. It's disturbingly enough, several human bones are strewn throughout the grisly mound. I mean, I think we're supposed to assume that something in this cave tried to eat people. But admittedly, human bones can get around for other reasons. I mean, this could have just been a cave where people lived and died and somehow the bones have all ended up on top. Maybe just because there's just not that much sedimentation here. So it's, it's just mostly bones. Or, you know, it could have been a burial place that had been disturbed. Okay, that's, that's quite grisly too. I mean, there are reasons. Or, of course, they could have. It could have been a dog. A dog could have, you know, just got got a bit crazy and just found some human bones and just took them there. Okay, you can search the bone pile and you get a loot drop. For a search of the bone pile, turns up several interesting pieces. Alright, with those three those those three pieces, the cost of revealing the location of this dungeon has more than been paid back. Confident you haven't overlooked anything of importance, you once again prepare to set off through the cave. Alright, that was the northeast corner. I'm making my way to the southwest corner. Anything there? Nope. Oh, this, there must be something in here that wants to stop me. I mean, I mean that's the adventure of wolves. Whenever you go into a cave, something will try to kill you. It's the wolves. In the same way that statues come to life, and portals never leave to your intimate death. It's, it's a wall. It's just how it is. You stumble across, suddenly, 
you stumble across a large pile of bones heaped against a wall in this section of the cave tunnel. Disturbingly enough, several human bones are strewn throughout the grisly mound. Search the bone pile. For a search of the bone pile, turns up several interesting pieces. Yep, some pretty common loot, which I will sell for cash. Also, 19 gold directly. Confident you have overlooked anything important, you once again prepare to set off through the cave. Okay, now, in the southeast corner, must be something. Yes, yes, because that was the only place I hadn't been. Suddenly, a, cow a towering cave troll, his thick grey hide drawn taunt of his broad slabs of muscle, bellows with waves as it stalks out of the shadows ahead. Okay, I'm more leaning towards the killed and eat eight people source of eight people source of human bones here. I mean, trolls are really big, so they have to eat a lot of things. And it seems that this troll just has terrible personal hygiene. And it just leaves all the meat chunks just lying around. They rot and the bones stay. Doesn't even, doesn't even organise them. Doesn't even you know, put the skulls with the skulls. Put the whips with the whips. Put the vertebrae with the vertebrae. But do it neatly. Neatly like in the catacombs under Paris. Neatly. Don't just leave bones on the floor. Someone could step on them. That ruin the bones and they might get hurt. Because some of the bones are going to break into sharp. They break into sharp pieces. They get all sharp when they break. And some bones are sharp already. Certain fibulas. <laughs> and teeth. I mean, teeth. You could just have a jaw stick up. You could step on it. Get hurt. You didn't even think of that, did you? You didn't even think about that. You just ate your meat. Nom, 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 nom. And you just threw the bones on the floor. You're messy. And you're not respecting the bones. Respect the bones. The fearsome creature stretches wide its fang-filled jaws and unleashes an ear-shattering war. As it rushes towards you, its clawed hands poised to tear into your flesh. I can flee, but obviously I'm not going to, so I shall hold my ground and engage the troll. You defiantly engage the cave troll. Here we are. Oh, I should have I should have equipped the troll bot, because then I could have bonted it. Bonting is fun. Well, maybe ne next time, next time I encounter a troll, I will bunt it. The troll roars as he lunges at you. And he keeps warring, and he is slain. 5 XP, you step away from the unmoving carcass of the cave troll, and spend the next several moments catching your breath as you quickly check over your equipment. The fearsome creature that had claimed this remote lair as its own, is no more. You make a thorough search of several nearby heaps of bone debris and discover the following. It's, this is another loot rope. It's a pretty nice one. Just take all the stuff that I can sell. 
high boots, wing sleeves, and 20 gold straight away. After concluding your search, you take one last look at the slain troll before turning, heading back north along the cave passage. Okay, I think that's this dungeon clear, because I've been everywhere suddenly. An eerie quiet swiftly descends upon the Bones Shatter Cave. Yep, it's cleared out. No more foes in this cave. Success. It's cleared. 32 experience. Eventually, it will reset. Also, I get some leather gauntlets. Just common. Though a search of the now empty cave turns up a large wooden chest tucked into the shadowy corner of the bone-littered lair. The cave is unlocked and contains a large assortment of items and valuables. Also, 36 gold. This is a pretty good dungeon to go to for for loot because you get four you get four loot drops in about a minute. I mean, obviously, it took me longer to do it because I was weeding out. But if you're doing it yourself and you've already read everything, you can just go boop boop boop. Slay the troll, bloop, and done. Leak, dip, 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 dip. Leak, kick all the loot. Probably spend more time picking up the loot than getting to the loot. Uh, definitely, so, if, if you ever, for some reason, have need of a lot of gold. Oh, I just looked at the troll again. The bloodied remains of the slain troll are heaped into the centre of the small chamber at the end of the cave passage. The creature's wound-riddled carcass is already beginning to weep of death. Alright. Bon appetit. Scavenging bugs. Alright, I've now nearly filled up. I'm now carrying nearly as much loot as I can carry. So, I'm going to pause and sell all this stuff. Okay, stuff sold. I've got about 5,000 gold for all of that. Next up, I'll do Shiverpool Cave in Western Tosa, near Lake Hawaiian. Travel. Western Tosa. Lake Hawaiian. In the Ironshore Hollows, where there is... Nothing else for now, anyway. I think there was there was an adventure there once, but not as now. Might have been Seven Goblins Part One, something like that. Which, if you haven't listened to it, is a really nice one. Now to do the Cleobor Dungeon, Shimmerpool Cave. You're standing before the mouth of a cave, amidst a dense grove of evergreens. On the southwestern shore of Lake Hawaiian, the word Shimmerpool is carved onto the inside of the cave's broad mall. Well, time to enter the cave. Because that's what you do. If you're here, if you see a cave, you enter it. Because usually, when you see a cave, there's something fun inside that. And I'm sure there's a lot of spelunkers who would agree with that statement. But unlike in spelunking in this world, 
you usually find monsters. In real life, you don't. The most, the best, worst you can find is some cool bugs. Or maybe a bear. You could find a bear in a cave. And other, other creatures. Or if you're in certain places, you could find people. People still live in caves. More people live in caves now than ever lived in caves in the Stone Age. Because caves are convenient. You know, once you've you know installed plumbing and made sure it doesn't leak. And carpeted over any stalactites so you don't step on them. You're standing just inside the mouth of Shimabul Cave. Ahead of you, a wide, watery tunnel extends north into darkness. The sound of dripping water echoes throughout the surrounding gloom. Alright. Yes. Yes, and it looks... And the background of this dungeon looks kind of like little scales, I guess, or rounded pebbles. Wide, ankle-deep puddles of water that shimmer unnaturally in the glow of your invading light greet your every step as you explore this dank, gloomy cave lair. It's not yet cleared, of course it isn't. I've only just arrived. Yeah, and looks like this. There was a little... Started with a, with a little circle... You go around it both ways. Now, the paths have rejoined. Okay, there's a path to the left. Gonna go up there. Without warning, a shimmering water elemental rises silently out of a deep puddle on your right. You instinctively fall back and draw yourself into a combat-ready stance as the fierce elemental is formed. Vaguely humanoid surges at you and attacks. It's a shimmering water elemental. And it surges forward and attacks. But it is now slain. And now I'm all wet. Wet now. I don't like that. 6xp. The slain water elemental is now little more than a whippling puddle. Of shimmering water at your feet. Now I have to fight a fire elemental to dry myself, dry myself off, and then I'll get too hot. So I like to fight an air elemental to cool me down. I don't don't know what I'll do with an earth elemental. Maybe if it gets hot, get too hot, I could just bash an earth elemental and rest in the shade of its massive fist. Could probably fall down once I defeated. Mm. What can you do with an earth elemental? Not not as much, not as much. Mainly just gets in the way. So taking a few moments to gather your belong bearings and check over your gear, you warily resume your exploration of the cave. Okay, I'm going once again, the all the roots meet up. Suddenly, without water, warning, a thin, with lots of water, because it's a thin water elemental which rises silently out of the deep puzzle on you white. 
instinctively draw back. Fall back and draw yourself into combat ready stance as the fierce elemental, its form vaguely humanoid, surges at you and attacks. I don't want a water elemental. I wanted a fire elemental because I'm wet now. The elemental surges forward and attacks. Yes. Well, at least it's not a mud elemental. Because because then I'd be both wet and dirty. The slaying water elemental is now little more than a whipple, whippling puddle of shimmery water at your feet. It's taking a few moments to gather your bearings and check over your gear. You warily resume your exploration of the cave. Okay, this is where the where the paths meet up, but I'm going to go down and explore the other path. The, the white path. It's another thin water elemental. I'll just bash this. Surges forward and attacks. And I've slain it for 4 XP. Alright, just filling in the west. Because that path then splits into two again, without warning. A massive water element, water elemental, rises silently out of the deep, out of a deep puddle on your left. You instinctively fall back and draw yourself into combat-ready stance. As the fierce elemental, its form vaguely humanoid, surges at you and attacks. It's a massive water. Elemental and it surges forward and attacks me with its big damp fist. 5xp. The slain of autumn water elemental is now little more than a whippling puddle of shimmering water at your feet. After taking a few moments to gather your bearings and check over your gear, you warily resume your exploration of the cave. Alright, finishing off everything I haven't explored in the second part, without warning. A waging water elemental rises slightly out of the deep puddle on its left. Well, I can understand why it's angry. I've just killed all these other elementals, and you probably knew them. You instinctively fall back and draw yourself into a combat-ready stance as the fierce elemental, its form vaguely humanoid, surges at you attacks. It's a waging water elemental. Surges forward and attacks. You're enveloped by your foe's deadly watery attack for 12 damage and uncomfortable dampness. And then the foe's watery attack for 14 damage. And now it is slain. 5 XP. The slain water elemental is now a little more then a whippling puddle of shimmering water at your feet. Though I still wouldn't recommend drinking it. I don't, it might, you know, reform itself in your belly and then just punch you out from the inside. Or something like that. <laughs> or you could just get weird magic in you. Yeah, don't, yeah, don't, uh, don't drink water, elemental water. Probably. Taking a few moments to gather your bangs and check over your gear, you warily resume your exploration of the cave. 
Okay, I'm going north. North again. Suddenly, without warning, a shimmering water elemental rises silently out of a deep puddle on your right. You instinctively fall back and draw yourself into combat-ready stance as the fierce elemental, its form vaguely humanoid, surges at you and attacks. It's a shimmering water elemental. It keeps surging forward. I was enveloped by a watery attack for 15 damage, but still, it is slain. And 6 XP for that. The, the slain water elemental is now little more than a whippling puddle of shimmering water at your feet. Taking a few moments to gather your bearings and check over your gear, you warily resume your exploration of the cave. Okay, here the passage goes to the west and to the east. I shall go west. And there's a little end, end of the corridor here. Without warning, a large water elemental. Why is that deep puddle to left? Just quick combat these now. 5 XP. The slain water elemental is now a little more than a whippling puddle of shimmering water at your feet. So taking a few moments to gather your bearings and check over your gear, you warily resume your exploration of the cave. It's a raging water elemental. As I said, it's understandable that it's waging. I mean, the cave is flooded. The flooded with the bodies of its slain brethren. Although, I don't, I don't know if... Bashing with a hammer really hurts an elemental, water elemental permanently. Do they just, do they just lose concentration? It takes them a while before they can reform. I don't know. I've never really talked to element any elementals, even though I'm a master of elementalism. I could, if I wanted to, I could probably summon and ask that those questions, perhaps. But uh, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> okay, I'm in. I went to the northeast corner now. You're standing in an oddly shaped chamber at the end of the nearby passage. A wide, knee deep puddle of glittering water fills nearly the entirety of this space now and again. A series of gentle whipples passes over the pool's shimmering surface. Numerous arcane symbols are carved into the cave floor around the edge of the pool. Approach the pool. The surface of the pool suddenly begins to bubble furiously. A split second later, a massive, shimmering water elemental rises up out of the watery lair. The mighty elemental. Its form, vaguely humanoid, remains in place in the centre of the pool. Its faceless head turned in your direction. So I could step away, attack the elemental, or stay where I am. I guess I'll stay where I am. Just going to wait until it actually attacks me. You remain still with your eyes fixed on the towering elemental. Alright, it doesn't seem to be doing anything. Stay where I am once more. Stay where I am. Okay, I'll just step away. 
You keep your eyes trained on the towering elemental being. You slowly step back from the edge of the pool. No sooner have you effected your retreat, the water elemental slowly slips beneath the surface of the shimmering pool and disappears from sight. Okay. But it's not cleared. I guess I have to fight that thing to clear the... Approach the pool. The elemental comes out again. You again. It's probably thinking, but it can't... It's not saying anything. Attack the elemental. With startling speed, the towering elemental surges forward to meet your attack. The edge of the shimmering pool. It's an elemental guardian. But what's it guarding? Because that, that, that's guardians usually imply they're guarding something. Is it treasure? I like it if it was treasure. Or maybe just the water itself. Maybe there's some really nice fish in it. Or some cool bugs. The towering elemental surges forward and attacks. Yep, it keeps surging forward, but I keep swinging my mace. It is now slain. 22 experience, so so. With the deafening roar of rushing water, the massive elemental sinks swiftly beneath the shimmering surface of the pool. The ancient guardian this mystical place is no more. Uh, what could be next? You're standing in an oddly shaped. Yep. There are the same place as before. Thankfully, there is no further sign of the fearsome water elemental. Approach the pool. Standing at the edge of the water, you can see what appears to be a small stone box resting at the bottom of the shimmering pool, quite near its centre. Well, if it had its own guardian, then there's probably some really nice stuff in that box. Or really, really cursed stuff. One or the other. Maybe a bit of both. Tweezer stone box. You carefully... Consider how you will attempt to retrieve the stone box. I could just go, nope, nope, it's too wet, too wet. I can wade into pool. No, I've already wet enough. I'm not getting my socks wet. Those take ages to dry off. So I could use elementalism or telekinesis. I'll try elementalism. It succeeded. 8xp to elementalism. You channel your power of elementalism and focus it on the shimmering pool. After several wrong moments, the water begins to churn violently. The stone box, as if carried by unseen hands, is lifted from the bottom of the pool and deposited at your feet by a series of gentle waves. I wonder if that's the thing I just defeated. You know, in a more gooey, in a more dispersed form. After examining the container, discovering it's not locked. Mm. Well, I guess it was already protected by the Guardian and being underwater and being at the back of a cave and that cave being really far away from everywhere. But still, I mean, you, if you could add one extra layer of security with no, with relatively little effort, you might as well, I guess. After examining the container, container and discovering it's not locked 
you carefully open it and peer inside. Inside the stone box, you find a small quantity of gold and a glowing blue, glowing blue gem. That's 24 gold tokens. That really is a small amount. The glow animating from the gem goes brighter, brighter when you reach to pick up the stone. I will take the glowing gem. I'm thinking it will give me XP. The instant your fingers close around the glowing gem, a powerful sense of rejuvenation washes over you. Your stamina points have been fully restored. 32 XP to general and 8 XP to all skills and powers. Alright, that's something. I mean, for something you can just rush to in in a small amount of time. And of course, it's another replayable. So it makes it so that you can mix it up a bit when you're doing when you're doing a big grindy time. The sensation fades. The blue gem stops glowing. Swiftly disintegrates into a fine silvery powder that slips through your fingers. Making making sure you haven't overlooked anything, you step away from the stone box. Alright. Suddenly, guess it's clear, yep, an unnerving quiet suddenly descends upon the shimmer pool cave. Uh, that's what I had to do. 32 experiments for that. Now, time to look around. Forgotten corner of the cave, you discover a stone chest. The massive ornate box is engraved with all manner of strange symbols. Much to surprise, however, the chest isn't locked. You cautiously lift the weighty stone lid and find the deep box is filled with all sorts of objects and valuables. And it is. The best is superior chain plate boots, which have six stanner points. Yes, I shall take it all, and I shall sell it later. Also 24 gold. After making certain you haven't overlooked anything, you prepare to set off on your way. Yep, nothing more has turned up. This cave is now cleared, and I don't think there's going to be much else in it. Head to the cave entrance, and leave the cave. Okay, what? where is... There's one more newly unlocked clearable to do, and that's Trail Ends Cave, which is in Southern Tosa. Thane Vale, the copper wood. So, I'll just be popping over there. Back west, back to Western Tosa, Southern Tosa, the copper wood, Trails End Cave visited. You're standing at the end of a broad forest trail, directly before the mouth of the aptly aimed Trails End Cave. The path leading up to the cave appears well travelled. Hmm. Then I guess what there's people in it, maybe? Or maybe it's just a popular grind spot? Into the cave. You're standing just inside the mouth of Trails End Cave to the east. A wide 
gently sloping passage disappears into the musty gloom. So I'm near the northwest corner. A pair of skirmisherans moves out of the shadows ahead. We previously encountered skir skirmisherans in the, the rescue in Widowwood Cave adventure. Let me just check that I've got that right. What's it? What's the name on the on the the list of episodes? Gonna make it sure so you could look it up and maybe just find out a bit more about Skirmisheran. And I hit them with maces sometimes. Perhaps Widowwood Cave Rescue is the name of the episode where we previously encountered skirmisher ants. I should just quick combat these. Step 4 I speak. You step back from the reins of the ant and immediately find yourself fending off the frenzied attack of the remaining skirmisher. Another two, another slay for that. 4 XP. You stare down revulsion. The oozing remains of the skirmisher ants. After quickly checking over your equipment, you once again head off into the cave tunnel. I guess it's these ants that hang around this cave. A strange, almost sweet spell hangs smell hangs in the still misty air of the gloomy cave. Alright, making my way to the northeast corner. It's a pretty mazy dungeon, this one. Three skirmish ants. Just going to fight them one at a time. Four XP. Four, two XP. Slaying the third and final. And two XP for that one. Okay. Whew, what a big cave. Three skirmish ants. Slaying two XP. They keep attacking me. They're fearless, of course they are. They're ants. Ants are born. Ants, ants, ants. Most ants are biologically incapable of feeling fear. You stumble upon the skeletal remains of a, hu of a human in this section of the cave passage. Little doubt the hapless soul met a gruesome end in this dark, musty lair. Search. The skeletal remains. And there's a bit of loot. Which, once again, I will sell, sell later. Not even thinking about how disrespectful this may well be. Confident you haven't overlooked anything, you rarely prepare to set off along the ca dank cave's passage. Hmm. I think I would have noticed there were ant prints, but maybe I don't know what they look like. No, I should, I should. Discover a large heap of rubble and debris in this section of the cave passage. The massive pile appears to have things recently added to it. Search it! Search the debris. Quickly search the pile of debris and discover the following. More loot. Just take some of that. Also 23 gold. Having concluded your examination of the heap, you carefully check over the equipment for once again setting off through the dark. Alright, there's the northeast corner. Now I shall make my way south. But three skirmisher ants disturbed me upon the way. 
I shall slay these ones also. And I have. They are slain. About 2 XP for each of them. Right, making my way south. Okay. To the southeast corner. Without warning, a massive skirmisher ant charges out of the darkness ahead. Its broad pincers snapping wildly as it bears down on you. The ant, nearly twice the size of those you've previously encountered, is a truly terrifying creature. But I shall engage it. You boldly draw yourself into a combat-ready stance as you prepare to engage the fierce amount. At least this one isn't glowing, because no, no certain never or entity has been messing around with these ants. So I shall just quickly bash it. The massive ant snaps at you with its powerful jaws and is slain as a going to battle rage. Stop being so big! And in my way! 5-4xp. You step away from the oozing remains of the massive ant and spend a few moments checking over your gear and catching your breath. To making certain nothing else is lurking nearby in the gloom, you once again set off along the cave tunnel. It's another skirmish ant, just one. That's not very anti, is it? I mean, just one ant? You can't be an ant on your own. You need other ants to be anti with. Suddenly, and the nerving quiet gradually falls over Trowel's End Cave. Hmm, there's not very many ants at all. Success. You've cleared it. Once again, there might be more to find, and it will reset 64 XP to general. Make a thorough search of the cleared cave and find a large cache of items tucked into a shadowy corner of the cave, but that's a poor drop. Only one thing worth taking, and it's a very low value item. But 38 gold. Confident you haven't overlooked anything, you set off through the cave, eager to trade the musty gloom for the reassuring light of day. Okay, I'm going to cut, I'm going to walk every square of this dungeon, just in case there's some more things to... Oh, in the south part, a pack of pack of black lichens cling to the wall. This section of the cave passage, but I can't do anything with them. They're just there. Okay, southwest corner. You discover a large heap of rubble and debris in this section of the cave passage. Massive power appears to have things recently added it. Search the debris. Search it thoroughly. And I find a bit more loot. Not much. And it's not that good. But it's something. Also five gold. Having concluded your examination of the heap. You carefully check over your equipment. Before once again setting off through the dark. Okay. Making my way. May north. Filling in all the gaps in the dungeon map. Because where you've stepped has little footprints on it. Oops, skeletal remains of a human. 
search the skeletal remains. Alright, a bit of loot. Nine gold. Alright, I've nearly I've nearly been every square of this cave. And then once I've been every square, I will quickly wash back to the cave entrance. Where, where? I'll just go on my way. There we are. That's every square walked. Heads of the cave entrance. And now leave the cave. Suddenly. As you step out of the cave, your eyes are immediately drawn to a curious figure, figure garbed mostly in green, seated on a stump near the end of the forest trail. The short, moderately retired man, his braided brown hair nearly reaching his waist, leaps to his feet and bows deeply upon catching sight of you. No, no, don't you go bowing now, he scolds, waving a plump finger at you. You've done enough already. Have to assume it was you who cleared out those ants? And a fine job it was too. You see, got to go in there for just a bit. Wasn't going to try it with those things dashing all about. The man in green strides up and introduces his Tillin. Tells you he's seeking a special leeching that he knows for certain. Glows in that cave. Don't suppose you saw any leechings in there, did you? Well, very much doubt you had time to pay attention to that sort of thing with the ants going about, but I did actually I did notice them. The leechens are very important to my research, and this is one of the only places I've been able to find them. I've been here before, but then these ants started showing up a while back. Make it a habit not to tangle with creatures like that. Tillman asks you, thanks you for clearing out the, the ants, and then asks... A question that catches you off guard. Are you by any chance first in gating magic? He stares at you expectantly, his wild eyes sparking as he waits your response. Well, I do happen to have level 69 in gating, so I tell him I am. Trimmig nods and draws a small vial to leather pack that's tied to the left side of his considerable waist. The stoppered bottle is filled with thick black liquid. Have, have just a sip of that, he says, holding the bottle out for you to take. But only if you are truly versed in gate, gating magic. Otherwise, even one sip might prove deadly. It would hope enhance your ability to wield gating magic. Just a little concoction I've come up with. Come up with. And yes, made from the legends. The kind of lichens I harvest from caves like this one. Well, I am versed in gating magic, so I shall take a sip. The instant a, a, a drop of, your, of the thick black liquid hits the back of your tongue, slips down your throat, you feel as if you're going to wetch. Tulin snatches back the vowel as you place both hands on your knees and lean forward, suddenly overcome by a disorientating wave of nausea. Just when you're beginning to think you've ingested some sort of poison, the, noise, the nausea subsides and you feel a strange tingling sensation that swiftly passes over your entire body. 
8,092 experience to gating. Whew-wee, that's a lot. Chewham, having successfully forced the stopper back into the neck of the file, smiles as you draw several deep breaths, exhaling forcefully after each one. The taste isn't quite what it should be, he says. The lipton is to blame for that, but I think the result's most satisfactory. And it is. It is. You thank Tulin for offering you a sip of the potion, but this is your gratitude with a smile and a wave of his hand. It's my great pleasure, he says. After all, we gators have to stick together in these troubling times. Did I mention I'm also a gator? Well, if not, I've just, just said it. Again, thanking you for clearing the cave. Tulian bids you farewell, tells you you will now get back to work, harvesting the lynchings he's come here seeking. With that, the plump, bearded man adjusts the rope belt encircling his waist. Seemingly no easy feat. Lights a battered lantern and cautiously lumbers into the gaping mouth of Trail's End Cave. When he's disappeared into the gloom, you prepare to set off on your way. And that is there's only three that have not cleared and we've been in there before for all of them. So that I'm going to add later I shall invest that experience to level up gating but for now farewell Fellow adventurers. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.